Hey, welcome to another episode of the Darren Sargent Show. Yes, I'm your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the podcast where you get life from a single-handed perspective. We are stepping into episode number 22. Today, here's what we're talking about. Thanks a lot, Adam and Eve. Yep. We really appreciate it, Adam and Eve. Thanks a lot. Stay with me. This is what we're going to talk about on the Darren Sargent Show. Now, if you know me, you know that I enjoy life. I enjoy living. I I am so very thankful for my family. I'm so very thankful for the friends that God has placed in my life. God has been good to this Southern Idaho potato boy, and I am very, very thankful that I get to enjoy living the life that I am blessed to live. Now, this doesn't mean that I wake up every day and face the day with rays of sunshine shooting out my eyeballs or fingertips. I've had some bad days, days that I would rather roll over and just go back to sleep. But for the most part, I feel as if I'm an optimistic individual. Now, Now, to be honest, okay, this current crisis that we are in, this current situation that we find ourselves in is pushing the limits on my feelings. Uh, I could be having a good day and and log into social media and see some stupid post by some individual who's claiming to be some self-proclaimed expert, and that good day all of a sudden just flies out of the window. But for the most part, you can catch me on a good day because most of my days I am thankful for the life that I get to enjoy and the friends and family that I get to enjoy it with. Now, even though life is filled with pain and sorrow, and we've seen a lot of that lately, it it is also filled with laughter, with with joy, with celebration. You know, the Word of God even challenges us to find joy in every situation, every crisis, every challenge that we face in life. Now, you have to keep your eyes open. Don't, Don't be so quick to see the negative in everything that is out there. There is a lot of beauty. There is a lot of people that are out there doing good things in the middle of tragedy. Not everybody is using this time just to uh, push their opinion. There are people actually doing good things. And now, I, I enjoy being around. I love in being around people that, to them, life is it's fun. It's an adventure. It's, an enjoy, it's enjoyable. I don't like being around people who constantly see the glass as being half half empty. I, I you know, you, you know those people. I'm, let me just let me just talk to you for a minute. You know those people that you step outside with them and you say, "Man, it's a beautiful day," and instantly they say, "Just wait, it'll change." There's some people that that's the way they live their life. You know, in my time during Bible college, I always thought it somewhat humorous and interesting that. The more someone appeared to become more spiritual, the less fun they seemed to enjoy in life. They look as if every day of their lives was something taken from the book of Lamentations. I mean, it's just serious and, and judgmental, and I could go on and on and on. There is nothing 
more contagious or compelling as someone who is truly enjoying life. You got to learn to laugh in life. You got to learn to laugh at yourself. You got to learn not to take everything so seriously. You got to find the time to enjoy life and laughter and the things that God intended for you to enjoy. You can only give out to others what you have yourself, folks. Now, one thing that I have chosen to do with my life, and I had to realize something first, and it's important, so I want you just to listen real quick. I don't wait for life to bring me joy. I'm going to bring joy to life. Let let me just deal with something. This is probably an episode that uh, I may get some feedback on because some people don't think you you were created to have fun. Don't feel guilty about enjoying life. To all of you super spiritual people out there, I hope you're hearing me. You don't have to do some sort of penance for having fun in life. God created you to enjoy life. But here's the kicker. Don't make just having fun in life the only thing that you set out to do. Now, I truly believe we all want to fulfill our dreams, accomplish great things along this path of life and this journey. And sometimes we think having fun while doing it, we we think, well, that's not allowed. If I'm going to fulfill something in my life, it can't be that fun. God created the world for you and I to enjoy. Now, when you look at the story of Adam and Eve, because that's who we're talking about today, Adam and Eve were given a garden to live in. They, they had no issues, no pain, no debt, no guilt, no shame. It was just total joy. This is the story of creation, the beginning, pure enjoyment. And Adam and Eve took the fun of out, out of it by listening to a deceptive reptile. God's original intent for your life was for it, for it not to, to be filled with pain and sorrow and loneliness and disappointment and frustration. God created a total different world than the one that you and I are living in right now. Now, I, I truly believe that God's original world that he created was totally in, designed, totally designed to inspire the human spirit to release creativity into the world. But because of the fall, all of that changed. But thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus Christ that can redeem you and bring you back to a place where you can once again fulfill what you were created to fulfill in this life. Now, we may not live in paradise anymore. I think I, think I live pretty close to it. I, I live in San Diego. I tell people all the time, You know, it's expensive to live here. It may cost me an arm and a leg, and I'm already halfway invested. But, man, (laughs) some of you just getting that. Now, I enjoy it. It's beautiful. But reality, we may not live in the paradise of Eden anymore, but we can, with the help of the Spirit of God, bring paradise back to this world. We can make a difference, but we can't do it in our own ability. God created each of us that are listening to this podcast today with unique abilities and talents to change the sphere of your world, the areas of your influence. God put passions and desires and cravings in your life. And some of us have thought those things are so bad that we have suppressed them. We've pushed them down. We've tried to eliminate them because we have been instructed. Those things are bad. Hear me out now, okay? I'm going someplace. Just be patient. 
You know why you need the Spirit of God working in your life. You know why you need the power of the Spirit of God living inside of you. Now, this is just one of the one of the reasons that you need the Spirit of God to help you. But you need him to redirect your desires, your passions, your cravings from destructive outlets into creative ones. Now, we approach these passions and desires sometimes with such fear, and, and, and we attempt to fill our lives with so many rigid parameters and attempts to control them. And God says, you cannot control them by your own power. You need the power and the love of God at work in your life. Because God's the only one that could take those same passions and desires and propel them or push them in the direction where they begin to literally change the course of the world that you're a part of. Now, if you leave these these passions and these these cravings and these desires, if you leave them unchecked and they're not in control of the Spirit of God, it will lead to destructive patterns. You cannot choose the wrong place or the wrong person or the wrong substance to try and fulfill those desires. If you are only looking at these things from a fleshly perspective, they will end up becoming destructive. Now, I have watched people, you, you have two who want something so badly, and when they finally get it, it owns them. The object of that desire became the beginning of their demise. Now, if, if we are not careful, we can become self-destructive in the pursuit of what makes me feel good. Now, the Bible says that in these end times, men will be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Let, let me say this, okay? Sin is pleasurable. Bible never says it isn't, but it is pleasurable only for a season because it's so destructive. You were created to enjoy, but make sure you enjoy what you were created for. We, we have people who live by the mantra, you know, if it feels good, just do it. That's not a good compass for living your life. You need to make decisions. I need to make decisions that bring lifetime blessings into our worlds instead of sacrificing everything for momentary pleasure. You know, some truly believe that if we're going to obey God, then we can't enjoy life. That, that to me, is the farthest thing from the truth. Now, for me, this is, this is one of my life principles, Okay. If I am going to fulfill what I have been placed on this earth to fulfill and accomplish, then I need to believe that God is the source of all that is good. God made you to enjoy life. He's not trying to stop you from enjoying life. He's trying to get you to find the joy, the reason for which you were created. That desire to enjoy life, <laughs> it will never go away because God put it there. But what happens is we are too often short-sighted and we settle for filler instead of waiting for fulfillment. Don't fill your life with stuff when God is desiring you to be filled with substance, that which will last, that which is eternal. Now, let me bring out a couple more things, then, then we'll close down this episode. But if you go back to the beginning and you look at the life of Adam and Eve. God places Adam and Eve in a perfect place, perfect harmony and unity between humanity and creation. Amazing place, perfect place. 
There's no violence. There's no sorrow. There's no fear. There's no falsehood. There's no wrinkles. There's no pudginess. (laughs) But Adam and Eve sever that relationship, and the results become disastrous. The consequences. Let's just listen to this for a minute. To the woman, and this is important, he says, you will bear children in pain. Now, I am going to really get in trouble with all the mothers out there. I think what God was saying to Eve, it was more than just physical pain. Now, I know I'm, I'm not the one giving birth. I've never given birth. So I'm on, I'm on treacherous ground here. Some of you wonderful mothers, please do not throw me under the bus. What do you mean, no physical pain? You weren't there. No, I wasn't. Hear me out, okay? The pain of giving birth is also a reminder that humanity is now born into the world with a relational crisis on our hand. It now becomes painful to create life. God tells Adam and Eve that they have now, because of their actions, they have now turned their powerful relationship into a devastating and destructive partnership. That relationship that existed to enjoy life at the highest level is now gone. They messed up big time, and it brought, and this is where I'm really going here today, and I'll be done in just a moment. It brought problems in two areas. Now, we probably need to unpack this even more, but I'm not going to do that in this episode. I just want to introduce this concept, okay? It brought problems. This, this act of Adam and Eve brought problems in two areas. It brought major issues in relationships. There's one. And identity. There's two. Humanity now desperately live their lives trying to find love, relationships, and trying to find purpose and meaning. Now, now just, just listen to me for just a second. I promise I'll be done. We live life now just as Adam and Eve started doing after the fall. We choose lust over love. We, we, we search for, for security instead of really looking and finding significance. We grasp at existence instead of life, abundant life. Think about it. Human relationships are supposed to be all about joy, but now they bring pain so often. And I found that those closest to us, those are the ones that bring us the most pain. So in these two areas that sin has affected relationships and identity, I think we need to focus on those. You know, people that you're not close to, they won't hurt you that bad. People that are nearest to you, those are the ones that hurt us. Our identity becomes something that we measure by the world standards instead of biblical and godly standards. I think we're going to have to probably look at these two areas a little closer, but before we get all the way finished here today, thanks a lot, Adam and Eve. You brought a lot of issues into our world, but thanks be to God. He's given us power. He's given us peace. He's given us a sound mind. He's given us joy. Live life. You are meant to be everything God 
desired you to be. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thanks for listening today on the Darren Sargent Show. Visit us at darrensargent.com. Have an awesome day.